welcome to the Ground Zero Podcast. Podcast. So once again, welcome to the Ground Zero Podcast. I am your host, Andre Persson, and this is episode one, y'all. Episode one, this is the beginning. So it being the beginning, I think it's probably proper that we give a good introduction and kind of lay out what the purpose is for this podcast, why... Uh, why we're putting it together and uh, what it's going to be about. So we'll just go ahead and get right into it. Um, so question one, why am I doing this podcast? Well, the first reason um, that I feel led to do this is to challenge my natural instinct to keep to myself. Um, I think that you could probably uh, witness with me or Maybe you've seen this in your own life that uh, sometimes when life brings you challenges and you endure certain things, uh, you endure hurts and things that this world is just going to bring you, it can cause you to want to clam up. It can cause you to um, insulate yourself from others, which then insulates yourself from growing um, and for me personally, I just definitely feel challenged to um, to go against that. Uh, that's kind of a natural instinct for me. It has been for a long time, but uh, I want to make sure that I am doing what I need to to put myself uh, in the places and spaces that I should be, the things that God is calling me to do without fear and uh, and just to be bold with it. So um, that's a big reason why I'm doing this podcast. Another reason that I have been super inspired um, by two dear friends of mine, uh, one being uh, Steve Smith with his new podcast, A Hope and a Future. He's actually in season two and uh, he's just doing an amazing job. And um, he's a he's a dear friend of mine, uh, has been a, a spiritual uh, mentor in my life and, uh, and I, I love him and his wife, Brenda to death. Um, they're, they're big parts of, um, the forming of our ministry. And, um, I just can't say enough about how much they mean to us, but, uh, him doing his podcast began to give me some vision and some form, uh, because I had had an idea to do something, um, whether it was a YouTube or whether it was, you know, just lives on Facebook or whatever, but I've, I've settled on this format and some of that is, uh, is, uh, has, is, is because of what I've seen, um, in his podcast and, and, uh, I just enjoy it so much. And then another, um, I, I call her a friend. I don't know that may, maybe we're not close enough to say that, but a young lady that I coached, uh, in basketball, um, for a little while in AAU, um, but coached against her and her sister. Uh, her mother was their coach when I would coach against them, but I coached against them for years. And that's Taylor Todd Williams, um, who currently is a, a coach down at, uh, at Brunswick, uh, college, uh, a little bit south of us here, uh, where we live. But she, uh, just a phenomenal basketball player, but more than that, just a phenomenal person. And, uh, she has a, a podcast out that she really is, uh, uh, bearing her soul and being super vulnerable. And it has been inspiring to me because as I listen to her podcast, you know, I realize that I get the opportunity because of her vulnerability to get to know her 
in a way that I never would have had the chance to. And that really has, uh, has spoken to me. And so a uh, shout out to, uh, to Taylor, uh, you're doing great things, girl. And I hope you just keep on going sky's the limit for you. So keep it up. Super proud of you. Um, I think it's important that, um, for those of us that the Lord has called to, and it's not necessarily for everybody. Um, but especially for those who are leaders, it's, it's important to have, um, a platform where we can, you know, instead of just speaking and preaching and, you know, kind of talking at people at times that we can really dive deep and get into conversations and get into the meat of, um, of what's, you know, what's really going on in our hearts and minds, what the word is saying and what the Holy spirit is saying. Um, so I'm hoping that this is an opportunity to do that. And I think the, um, well, two other reasons. I definitely feel a call. Um, I feel some mission from the Lord to accomplish some things with this podcast. And, uh, I'll, I'll get into those in, in just a few minutes. But, uh, the, the, the last thing is, I guess the word legacy would describe it best and not legacy in the way that, Hey, you know, I want to be known for something like that. It's not that at all. Um, it's this, it's this idea, you know, I've, I've got grandkids now I've got a three-year-old, uh, grand boy. I like to call him, uh, Kyle and a four-year-old grand boy, uh, Chris, I've got a great niece, Skylar, who's nine years old, um, that I'm super close to. And, you know, it, it really kind of dawned on me one day, you know, I, I really didn't get a chance to have a relationship with either one of my, um, biological grandfathers. And I have, um, I have my grandfather, my dad's dad, I have one of his Bibles. And when I get a chance to get into it and I read some of his notes written, you know, around the scriptures with the things that God was speaking to him, man, that stuff is so good to me. And it's like, I get to peer into his soul. And even though I didn't really get a chance to know him in a way that, um, was intimate at all. Um, I, it, it helps me just to connect with him, but it also opens up a lot of questions for me, you know, about, uh, you know, really wanting to know more. Um, get to know him better. And so I think about my grandsons. I think about my, my niece. I think about my, my family and how great it would be for, you know, 10 years down the road, 15 years, maybe, um, I mean, if something were to happen and I'm gone, that there's something they could, they could go back to and be able to really get to know me on, on a deeper level in a way that maybe they didn't get a chance to, or, um, so that's, that's another big reason why I'm doing this. So, um, let's get into the next kind of main question. Who am I? And, and, and you guys, I've, I've introduced myself, Andre Persson. I'm 40 years, 40 years old this year. Um, or I guess last year I'll be 41 this year in June. I've lived most of my life on the Southeastern coast of North Carolina. Um, live, uh, tucked away in a little town, uh, right beside Camp Lejeune, um, Marine Corps base and, uh, Topsail Island, 
uh, right on the coast, a little town called Sneeds Ferry, probably 40 minutes north of Wilmington, about 25 minutes south of Jacksonville, and uh, just a little town tucked away um, that most people don't even know about, but um, I have grown to love it with all my heart. And uh, I'm from West Virginia, from Huntington, West Virginia, and um, uh, related to those uh, those good old McCoys that you hear about. Maybe you watched the docuseries a few years ago about um, I, I, I'm related to the real McCoys, so we can get into that one day. Um, but, you know, I've got still have some family there, but a lot of our family has moved, you know, here as well in North Carolina. Um, I'm married to a beautiful wife, Tammy. We've been married for 18 years. We have two daughters, Shauna and Holly, uh, in their mid and early twenties. Um, again, great niece, Skylar, um, the two grand boys, Chris and Kyle. And, um, I was raised by two wonderful parents, uh, Bob and Debbie Persson. And, um, I'm, you know, I'm never going to be able to tell the sob story of, you know, I had terrible parents or they did me wrong. I never got to know my parents. I have been incredibly blessed to have two of the best parents that anyone could ever have. Um, they've, uh, supported me in my entire life. And, uh, there's never been a time when I couldn't go to them for anything. Um, they've set the example of, you know, being a, a couple that regardless of challenges have stuck it out and, uh, and, and have been married for 40 years, you know? So that's a, that's a huge thing in this day and time. So I love them to death. Um, I have a younger sister, Mariah. There's about 14 years between us. Um, so I like to joke with her and call her the oops, baby. Um, secret might be that I was probably an oops baby too. So, um, don't let her know that though. Uh, cause I really like to pick on her about it, but, uh, you know, we kind of grew up as, uh, two sets of only children in the home because by the time she was four, I was moved out. And, um, you know, then when I got married, she's the same age as, as uh, my oldest daughter. So, um, you know, it, whenever she come and hung, hung out, it was more hanging out with the, the girls than with uh, brothers. So uh, one of the great joys of my life is uh, is that as she's become an adult, her and I being able to develop a really sincere, beautiful relationship. And uh, it really is one of the, the great joys of my life. Um, and then her husband, my brother-in-law, Cooper, um, we've just become really close. Um He's, uh, he's gotten really involved in, uh, in the ministry and, um, has his own story to tell. And I really look forward to when I can, uh, have him on the podcast. He'll be a regular, um, guest on the podcast and may, may I shouldn't even call him a guest. He's going to be an integral part of the podcast. So I'm looking forward to when we get to, uh, get together and, and do some of those episodes together. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I loved sports growing up. Uh, and just about every sport you could think of, uh, growing up, I played soccer and football, baseball, basketball. Uh, my parents are big tennis players. So I played tennis, you know, still play tennis to this day. Not, not as much lately, but I need to get back on the court. Um, but just anything, you know, I enjoyed going swimming, bodyboarding, body surfing, um, getting out there on the beach. And, um, I just really enjoyed sports and, and that's, one of the main tools that my parents used and, and that the Lord used in my life to teach me this 
disciplined teamwork, um, you know, really what it is to work as a team to, you know, accomplish a goal. Um, a lot of the morals in my life, you know, really were built in sports. Uh, we didn't, we didn't go to church when I was growing up. Um, not until I was 14 years old and, and, and got saved on that, that summer before freshman year of high school and, and my whole family kind of gave their life to the Lord. And that's a whole story we'll get to share another time as well. But, uh, but sports were a huge thing in our family. We're still all incredibly competitive. Um, it's, it's, it can get annoying, um, at times, you know, not that I get annoyed with it. I enjoy it, but, um, for those, <laughs> for those who don't understand that kind of competitive spirit, you know, sometimes it's hard to see why, uh, we're so intense about some things. Um, as I mentioned, I, 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 uh, fell in love with Jesus at, uh, age 14, Felt a call to ministry um, at age 16. An awesome story I'll, I'll get to share with you at some point. I became a senior pastor at the age of 19. Well, that's a whole book in itself of why that's probably not a great idea, but it was uh, just circumstances. You know, I had to step into a position Um you know, that wasn't mine to begin with, but, uh, to carry a work on. And, and that was, uh, it was difficult. I had to learn a lot of things by school of hard knocks and made a lot of mistakes, um, that I had to, uh, really learn from over the years. But, uh, you know, I, if I, if I look at it today, I, I wouldn't change anything because I, I wouldn't be in the place that I am. Um, in my mind and in my walk with the Lord, um, if it wasn't for those years. So, you know, you can't discount sometimes what we think are mistakes. We cannot discount them because God uses all of it to shape us. So, um, no regrets, you know, I've spent as far as uh, my adult life, you know, other than being in the ministry and pastoring for many years, you know, traveling and speaking and leading worship, um, you know, for years, all up and down the East coast, uh, I, my wife and I worked in construction. We owned a painting company, you know, being painting subcontractors. So we painted houses and commercial facilities and industrial facilities. And, uh, we did that for many years. And then I kind of moved into, um, more of the finishes. So, um, drywall repair, flooring, trim work, along with, uh, interior trim, along with painting and, um, some other things as well, pressure washing and things like that. And, uh, we did that for many years. Currently I work in the software industry, kind of a strange shift, but, uh, uh, it's a God thing for sure. Um, so we, uh, the company I work for, we serve, uh, electric utilities and cooperatives, um, with a, a really large software platform that they can, they can pretty much run their entire business, um, on. So, um, uh, yeah, it's really good to make those relationships, uh, build those relationships, make those connections. Cooperative people are, uh, are special people. So I really, uh, I really enjoy that. Um, I have, uh, been a coach forever. I think, uh, a lot of people, that's probably how they know me. It's either, you know, as pastor or the worship guy, the music guy or, uh, or coaching, especially basketball, I've coached basketball for, 
many years. I guess I'm probably on about year 17 or 18 now. Um, love the game of basketball, but, uh, got to enjoy coaching the kids growing up, you know, the girls, whether they were playing soccer, softball, basketball, um, tennis, you know, I, um, got to coach them and help train them growing up. So that was always, uh, always a good time. But today, this, at this point in my life, I really am just trying to be a better husband, father, grandfather, son, brother, and friend. Um, those are really the things that my mind tends to focus on, um, a lot these days. And, uh, maybe it's with age, but I think that, um, for me, you know, I spent a lot of years chasing the ministry in a way that I, I kind of look at as unhealthy now. And a lot of those relationships around me, um, kind of suffered for it. And so, um, coming on the other side of that, it's just really important for me that, uh, that I put a lot of effort and focus on those relationships and do whatever is necessary to build them, grow them and maintain them and, uh, be who it is. God wants me to be to my family. Um, so with all that being said, let's, uh, get into the subjects that this podcast is going to cover and and it's going to be pretty broad. We're not going to pigeonhole ourselves into, you know, one thing. Um, but a few things are going to be one, um, helping people to understand the Abba revelation. Um, that's a, a word used in the Bible. Um, the word Abba means daddy or, or Papa. And, um, you know, Christ came to give us the revelation that God is not only almighty, powerful creator, judge and jury and executioner at times, but he's Abba, he's daddy, he's Papa, you know, and you don't see that revelation in the old Testament, but Jesus came to show us what it was, what the relationship between the father and the son was like. And then he tells us that, you know, as we are one in him, as we are one in Jesus, that in the same way, we'd be one with the Lord, with the father and, uh, the same love that he has for the son he has for us. So it's, it's a huge thing that believers, um, need to, to grow in is that understanding of what that Abba revelation is. So that's one big thing, you know, I feel led to, focus on, you know, tied to that is what does it mean to be sons and daughters of Abba, of Yahweh, of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? What does it mean to be a son and a daughter? You know, not, not a slave, not a, not only a servant, but a child, you know, an heir to the throne. Uh, what is it to be co-heirs, joint heirs with Jesus Christ? What does all that mean? Um, I feel a strong uh, call to help the church, the body of Christ, get back to original intent. Get back to what the Lord created the church for. Um, we have gotten really off kilter in the mainstream church. Our focuses are are just wrong, are very self-serving. Our leadership is very narcissistic. 
Um, ambition, selfish ambition runs rampant. Uh, the glorifying of self, the focusing on self, our purpose, our desires, our, you know, it's so me focused and man, we are missing it. And I, I just, I feel like over the last probably four years, the Lord's taken me on a journey of deconstructing all of that and, and getting back to ground zero, getting back to first things first, getting back to what's really important, getting back to our first love. Uh, so I really feel a call to, to help the church correct those things and, and, and get us back in a, in a better direction that the Lord can really use to be glorified and draw others unto himself. Uh, we'll post messages from events past and, uh, current, um, and at this point, I guess, future, um, events where I may speak or share at a church or at a ministry. Um, so we will post those as well. They'll be part of the podcast as well. And we're also going to talk to, um, becoming free of addiction. That's something that's going to be part of this podcast as well. And, uh, you know, the, the Lord says in his word that when, when the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. And man, I just, uh, I tell you what, I, I feel, I feel the spirit on that right now as I even say it. And so, uh, I'm going to pray, uh, probably about that for just a moment. Uh, and, and hopefully you'll just go along with me and, uh, and then we'll close out and that'll be episode one. And then we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again soon. So let's pray. Uh, Lord, I just, uh, as I sense your your touch on that word that who the sun sets free is free indeed God I just feel I feel you on that and so Lord I want to press into that for just a moment and God I ask that whoever under the sound of my voice right now whoever is hearing this podcast Lord that is uh, struggling with addiction God help them to know how cherished they are by you how loved they are by you, that you call them son and daughter, that no matter what they've done, no matter what, what, uh, what degree they've, they've gone to, no matter, um, how far they feel like they've gone off the path. Uh, God, I thank you that you are a God of mercy, that you're a God of grace, that you're Abba, that you're daddy, that you're, you're a dad with open arms, just like with the prodigal son. I thank you that when the prodigal son, you know, the word says that when he came to his senses and realized that, you know, the, the servants in his father's house were living better than he was, that he, he went to the father. And I just thank you, Lord, that your word shows us that whenever the father saw his son coming over the horizon, that he took off running after him. And I just sense you wanting to take off running after somebody right now. And Lord, you grabbed that son in that story. You grabbed the son. The father grabbed the son and said, you are my son. Put the, the ring of sonship on his, on his finger, put the, the robe on him, which represents the robe of righteousness, the righteousness of Christ. This is my son. He was dead and now he's alive. Friend, know that you can be made alive. Know that you can be made whole. God, I thank you for this opportunity to pray with my brother and my sister. 
And uh, I just ask that you touch them right now, God. Draw them into your presence and let them give everything that they are to you and make you the Lord of their life. God, I thank you for it and I praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I thank you guys for being with me for this episode. And uh, I am so looking forward to what the Lord has in store. So I will talk to you soon. For more information about the ministry of Ground Zero, go to our website at groundzeronc.com. To contact us, email us at info at groundzeronc.com.